months had passed since Doc, Brian, and myself had opened that basement room in the house across the street from where we worked, where we saw the medical tables and had those horrible feelings of sadness and darkness just creep upon us. Well, it was late one December evening where I was pretty much one of the last employees at work. We were probably about an hour away from closing time. And with it being December, snow had been falling for about a week previous to that night, and it was snowing that night as well. My boss came in and said, hey, Scott, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm just cleaning up a couple of displays. And he, he asked me if I would go to the house across the street and retrieve something from the basement. I kind of looked at him and said, what's so important that we would need something at 830 at night? trying to get out of it because I didn't want to go back over there. I hadn't been over there since that day and I had no intention of going back over there. Well, he assured me that it was something that we really, really needed and he told me where to find it. That I would go downstairs and over in the corner, not where the room was, the display that he needed was over there to be seen. I said to him, well, you know, there's no light in the basement, so I don't know that I would find it. And he assured me that they had installed some lights and that as soon as you had got to the bottom of the stairs, there was a light switch on top of the ceiling where you just reach around and flip it on. I really didn't want to go back over there. But I thought, you know, I'm 17. This is ridiculous. There's nothing over there. So I said, okay, I'll go get it. So he handed me to the keys to purgatory. And I stood there at the front of the store and looked at it. Shrouded in darkness and covered in the snow that was still falling. It was cold. And as I slowly crossed the street, a feeling of dread crept over me. And I didn't want to go in. And before I knew it, there I stood at the front door of it. And I had this wave of fear just come across me. This is The Haunted Earth, Episode 5, Abandon All Hope. I must have stood at the front door of Purgatory for, felt like an hour, before I slowly unlocked the door and walked in. I literally ran from room to room, turning on every light I possibly could. 
And then I walked over to the basement door. And it was closed. And I think I must have stood at that door longer than I had at the front door. Well, I slowly opened the door and looked down the stairway where the light from the upstairs disappeared halfway down it. With the basement being unfinished, um, the floors being concrete, walls being concrete, a gust of cold air came rushing out of the basement. And I slowly made my way down the stairs, creaky board after creaky board. And I remembered what my boss had told me about a light switch being right around the corner on the ceiling. And so I got down there, reached around where it was, and felt it. Felt the light switch. I flicked it, no light. Flicked it over and over, about 40 times in 5 seconds, no light. And it felt like time froze for a minute, and I had the decision, do I get out of here? Or do I run over to the room where the one single light source was that I knew of? So I chose the latter. I ran over to the room and turned on the light. I turned around to see that the light illuminated about a third of the basement. Nowhere near the dark corners that I needed to retrieve what my boss had told me. So as I peered out of the room and looked around, I couldn't see anything that he had described. So as I inched my way out of the room, I looked over in the corner and kicking myself that I hadn't brought a flashlight. I didn't see anything. I just saw a bunch of stuff piled in the basement. And it unnerved me because it was just these masses of darkness strewn throughout the the basement there. And of course, you know, it could have been my mind playing tricks on me, but I thought I saw something move in the darkness. And no sooner had I seen that that the light in the room went off. Just covering me in darkness in the basement. Naturally, I freaked out. And I looked over and I could see the dim light coming down the stairs from the upstairs. And thought to myself, the fastest way out of this house is through the cellar door. And so I ran over to the wine cellar, pulled the bolt that was locking the cellar door, and went to push the door open. What I didn't realize is that there was about two and a half feet of snow that had piled on top of this door. So I sat there pushing as hard as I could and could not get the door to move more than an inch. 
it was then that I heard something in the basement. Kind of like a shuffling, but a really fast shuffling coming towards me. I didn't have a problem throwing open the door after hearing that. I leapt out of the the cellar door and stood there in about shin-deep snow, breathing as hard as I had ever. Probably like I had just run a marathon. But there I stood, peering down into the darkness of the basement where I had just come from. Standing there in the snow about nine o'clock at night and realizing that in order for me to close the house up and lock it up, I'd have to go back in and lock the cellar door from inside. After swearing at myself and realizing the mistake I had made, I thought about just going back over and saying, look, this is what happened. I don't want to go back over there. But then the light came back on. And I thought, no, you know what? Screw this. I'm not going to go back down there. There was something down there that had turned the light off and was coming for me. I knew it. I felt it. As, As clear as my own existence, I knew there was something in that basement. And suddenly the thought about seeing something didn't seem so far-fetched. So there I stood for about ten minutes, dancing around in the snow, trying to punt myself back up to go back down there and lock up the house. So I took my first step, and then the second step. And down I went into the wine cellar. I closed the door down on top of me. I'm going to be honest, it felt like I was closing the lid of my own coffin. There I was, going underground into the dark, dank cold of the wine cellar of purgatory. And I slid the bolt into the lock and turned around to see the room off in the distance with the light coming out of it. I took a couple of steps out of the wine cellar to look around the basement and it was darkness everywhere except the little stream of light coming from the room. And as I stood there, which felt like an eternity, I had this feeling of dread again just wash over me. And I felt the hair on the back of my neck stand up and the hair on my arms. And that feeling of something in the basement with me came back and 
I kind of looked around me, you know, did a 180 degree scan of the, the basement and wondered why on earth I wasn't getting out of there as fast as I could. But you know that feeling where you start running away from something and it's going to catch you no matter what. Kind of felt that. So I thought I'd be safer not doing that. So I slowly walked my way over to the room. And as I reached it, I looked over in the dark corner where I thought I had seen something. And the dark masses seemed to have shifted. Like the dark masses that I had seen before looked different. And so I reached around into the room and the light went off again. And it was like there were demons surrounding me reaching out for me because my finger was right over the switch and I pushed it down and ran over towards the stairs and you know that feeling where you can feel somebody behind you yeah I totally had that to this day and it is a feeling that I don't think I had ever felt before. You know, as a little kid, you scare yourself and that sort of thing. But, you know, I was 17. And it honestly felt that there was something reaching out behind me, giving chase. And I think I reached the top of the stairs in about three jumps. And as soon as I got to the top of the stairs, I reached out, grabbed the doorknob of the basement, and slammed the door. And stood there breathing heavily. And what happened next is something that I know I heard but I heard something on the stairs. I don't know if it was footprints. I don't know what it was, but I heard a commotion on the stairs. And I think I let out an audible yell. I kicked the basement door and screamed, leave me alone. And then ran throughout the house, turning off all the lights. And with each light that I turned off, that feeling of me not being alone came rushing back. And as I jumped out the front of the the house, I locked it like pressing my body against the door to ensure nothing came out. 
I locked the door and ran across the street over to my place of work. And my boss was there to meet me. He said, what took you so long? And I asked him how long I had been gone. He said, a half an hour. And he asked where the display was that he sent me over to get. And I pulled the keys out of my pocket, held them up, held them out for him, and said, I'm never going back over there. And I explained what happened. And halfway through, he just kind of shook his head and laughed and said, you're just imagining things. And I looked at him square in the eye and said, no. You know what? This is stuff I wouldn't make up. And you weren't there that day we opened the, the room. I said, you go ask Doc and Brian how that felt. And then you go over there if you want. As I was leaving that night, I went out into the parking lot. And I'm not going to lie, I sat there with my eyes glued to the house. And I got in my car and just slowly pulled out because the snow had accumulated quite a bit. And as I turned, I kind of just slowly drove by the house. And that feeling crept over me once again. And I couldn't see it, but I felt eyes on me looking out at me from that house. I knew there was something there with me that night. It's a feeling I'll never forget. And it's a feeling that terrified me for the remainder of the night. So when I got home that night, I think my parents could tell that I was a little shaken from what had happened that night. And they asked me what was wrong. And... I told them, no, it was nothing. You know, just the long day at work, and it was cold and miserable, and not to worry that I was okay. But I went in my room and pulled out my journal, and I wrote the things that had happened that night and the feelings I had. And as this entry to my journal um, ended, I said, if there were ever a place on earth that was a doorway or a gateway to hell, purgatory was it. Because I had felt emotions and feelings in that house that I had never felt before and that I never wanted to feel again.
And the last thing I said, all the happiness had been sucked out of me that night. As I stood there in the darkness of the basement. And believe it or not, this is not the end of the story of purgatory. Now, episode five is part two of three in the story of this demonic house. The best part about it, episode six isn't even my story. It's the story about a colleague that had something happen to him over at Purgatory in the middle of the day. Stay tuned. In a couple of weeks, maybe sooner, get ready for episode six, Darkness Follows. Just want to do a quick shout out and say thank you to those that have been listening and have told me how much they enjoy these stories um, and I've actually had some of you share your own stories that we'll be sharing on this uh, this podcast um, if you have stories or if you want to just chat feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Haunted Earth and if there's something you want to talk about email me at the haunted earth at gmail.com we'll see you soon with darkness follows <laughs>